I'm working on my patience and I'm working on my listening. I'm proud of you. Welcome to the Million Dollar Landscaper Podcast. We're your hosts, Scott and Katie Mulchan, and we make it easy to start working on, not just in your landscaping business. We're a real couple that helped grow our family business to well over a million dollars in revenue. And now we help other landscaping business owners just like you to do the same. Are you ready to build your business? Let's get started. Welcome back, everybody. Before we hop into today's episode, I just wanted to let everybody know that we do still have room in the Million Dollar Academy. So if you have not gotten your numbers straight for the year yet, if you're not sure where to exactly even start with those, you can go ahead and set up a 15-minute strategy session with Scott. Because if you're not sure that the Academy is going to be right for you or if it's even something that you want to do, go ahead and book a 15-minute strategy call with Scott because it's not too late to get your numbers straight for the year. We know gas prices are crazy right now. Inflation is up there. Now is not the time to not have your numbers straight because it's all going to come and bite you right in your wallet if you don't have that straightened out before the season even starts. We've been hitting that really hard with Academy members. The other thing we've been talking a lot with our Academy members is okay, they've gotten their numbers, what's the next step? And it it obviously depends on your business. It might be the marketing, you know, how you need to get more leads in and how do you go about doing that? Or is it the next step? It might be setting up system procedures and and getting your team in line because now more than ever, you need to have your teams like on par and, 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 you know, as efficient as possible with the way things cost and what your employees are costing you. You need to have that set up and, and going, you know, like we go back talking about how much time was wasted in the morning. So just having a simple morning procedure is huge. So, yeah. So, yeah, maybe your numbers are on point, but you're ready for that next step. Or if you don't even know what the numbers are yet, either way, go ahead and book a 15 minute session with Scott and we can hopefully get you headed in the right direction. Yep. All right. Quick word from our sponsors and we will be back with long term employee retention strategies that work. Welcome back. This is going to be our third and final podcast uh, (laughs) where we kind of just go through blog posts that are from TeamEngine.io. Scott, you want to run through what TeamEngine is real quick? TeamEngine.io is an automation software that really helps you automate the hiring process and onboarding. It goes with hiring and retaining your, that employee, you know, it goes into setting up an add-on Indeed and then automatically sending a reply once they, you know, apply for it. And then it goes in as far as like reminding them to be safe in the job or saying happy birthday. It can automate all those simple little things. And it's just, it's just a great little tool. Right. Not sponsored by no. Team Engine or anything, but they did do a whole blog uh, post series and they were nice enough to ask us to chime in and include us in that. So we've just kind of been going through those blog posts. If you haven't listened to the previous episodes, because there's a lot of really good information in there. Right. We weren't the only ones that participated in this. I think they had like 10 other consultants. Yeah. So we've just kind of been pulling out like kind of the best bits that we kind of got from everything. But if you want to read them, you can just go to teamengine.io forward slash blog. All the blog posts are there. They've got a really active and informative blog. So yep. it's good to check out either way. So we'll kick it off with long-term employee retention strategies that work. And one thing that they highlighted right away in the article is that Loyalty, it's a two-way street. If you want your employee to stay with you for a long time, 
they need to feel like you've got their back. And mm-hmm. I really like that a lot. I have legitimately worked at places where they're like, well, you're replaceable, so you don't like it. Like, they I, literally said that. They said that. <laughs> yeah, highest guy in the, in, the, in the company was like, yeah, you're replaceable, so mm-hmm. bye. Like, they did not care. So, and that, it, while it may be true, it is true. Yes, like, I don't think anybody's like a golden person, but it's no. just it's really rude. No. Yeah. And if you're a good employee, it's like, yeah, you want them to stick around because people take their knowledge and their experience with them. And so while you could probably stick another body in their place, it does take some time to get those people up to speed. And so yeah. anyway, especially employees that have been with you a long time. So sorry. Soapbox. <laughs> I got my feelings hurt. Anyway, um, the key things that came up in this blog post article are good competitive pay and benefits, a culture of candid, transparent, and two-way communication, a defined path to career advancement and opportunities for professional development, and competent leadership. Those were big things that all the different people that were surveyed kind of hit on. One thing that they didn't talk about that I like is just training, because I think even training employees in things that they want to do is good for retention. If you've got somebody who comes in and they're all excited about like hardscapes, let them go to the classes, let them learn. Like, yeah. So that's just something that- You want them to grow in your business. and, And even if they may move on at some point, it's good to do your best to train them and do what you can to keep them while Well, allow them to grow. So yeah. that's just, that was some, that was one that I added in. Um, that wasn't anything that was brought up in the article, but the first comment is actually from Scott Molchan, million dollar landscaper. Let's see what he had to say. <laughs> it says, pay and benefits are always great for retention, involving employees in the business and asking for and respecting their opinions are great ways to keep even your veteran employees engaged in the business. What's dumb around here meetings are one way to do this. It provides employees a safe place to provide feedback and add value to the company. Oh, yeah. And Scott I, Moltan, I, what would you like to say <laughs> about that? No, and I think this is so important to keep those employees is make them feel involved. If they're just you let them just be workers and don't ask questions, they're not going to feel involved. They're not going to see the one in it or how they can actually help the business. So I'm all for having open books and involving them, asking questions. Like I said, the biggest one, this is something I learned many, many years ago was what's dumb around here meetings. And I swear by those because it's basically allowing them to say what is going on wrong in your business. Now, sometimes it's stupid answers, I'll say, and there's nothing you could do about it. But a lot of times they have good insight that you just don't see because perhaps you're not out in the field as much anymore and you don't see what's going on you know, all around. Well, so. And the owner doesn't think like an employee. Correct. So it is sometimes hard to remember that they're going to see things, think, see things from a different angle. Mm-hmm. And it's OK to go ahead and hear that out every now and again. Yeah. So another good comment. This is from Jack Justice. He's been on the podcast here before. So you can search back in our episodes and find him if you want to hear more from him. But he had a good comment that not everyone wants to become a manager at your company, Mm -hmm. but there is a career path for them as like a highly skilled specialist. And we actually had this. We've Mm -hmm. had great employees that they didn't want to go any higher. No, we one of our longest employees, I can't remember exactly, but he stayed, honestly, it was like 17 or 18 years and all he did was mow. That's what he wanted to do. He had the opportunity to move up multiple times to a crew leader position, um, but he just didn't want to. It's all he wanted to do. We, you know, we offered to send him to classes. He took advantage of some classes, but for the most part, he's just happy to get on the mower and just 
Yeah, <laughs> uh, and I like that the, uh, in the article they refer to that as a highly skilled specialist. Mm-hmm. And I think that's a nice way to refer to people like that because he did have skills and we were able to trust him to just go and do his work and get things done. Yep. So did he want to necessarily manage the whole crew? No, but if you had something that you just needed to get it done, he'd, you could trust that he'd just get it done. Yeah, and I think one thing that helped keep him there that long was that we respected him. We would go to him and ask questions or, you know, mm-hmm. ask him, you know, how is the foreman, the crew leader doing of that was in charge of him? And he would tell us and we would right. respect his answer. And, you know, we would we'd value his opinion. Because that goes back to information. Yeah. Things being a two way street and yep. he felt valued as an employee. His yep. opinion mattered. Yep. And so even if he didn't want to do the job, OK, what then how's the person that is doing it? How yep. are they doing? Yeah. So, yeah, so, you're right. Yeah. So some other good comments were, oh, the next comment is, it's a, it's a, it's a two-way street. So, <laughs> uh, let's see here. What else do we have? Sorry, Scott's going to make fun of me because I'm, I'm flipping papers around. Because we tried doing this where we were just looking at the computer screen and I couldn't keep up and I have to have my notes. And so if you hear <laughs> ruffling and shuffling, it's because I refuse to let go of She's paper. Old, old school. Stop. Old school. I refuse. I love paper. Uh, so the next comment is uh, having opportunities through mentoring, coaching, or training. And Scott's a huge fan of when you are bringing somebody on, assigning them to a mentor, like mm-hmm. signing a, a mentor to them, yep. however you want to say it. But that's, I think, a good point as well. Oh, yeah. No, it's, it's very important to have that new employee, have somebody they can go to and talk to. You may not be the person they do. I mean, it depends on the size of your business, of course. But I recommend if you mm-hmm. know have multiple employees, have them be somebody else that they can go to and ask questions. They're probably going to be more comfortable doing that. And it takes that off of your Correct. plate. Absolutely. You know, you have enough things going on rather than worrying about simple things of like yes. where to put shovels or something silly. Somebody but, else can yeah. be doing that, though. You don't need to be doing that. Yeah. And it just usually works out better that way. So I, I really encourage doing that. Yeah. The next comment is to listen to the ideas and opinions of employees. And I have some comments on this because, ooh, okay. If anyone's going to get a little um, a little spicy and irritated with people, it's me. I have no patience, <laughs> and I feel bad sometimes because I try to listen to my employees and people that are underneath me, but sometimes I get real irritated when they're explaining back to me things that, that I have already told them or things that it's like, yeah, no freaking crap. Like, I, I get real irritated, but I've been working on this. I've been working on personal <laughs> development. This happened to me today. Yesterday, I had one of my employees call, ask what they should be doing and having people doing for today. Then he called me again this morning and explained back to me for 20 minutes what I told him to do yesterday. I'm like, oh my God. I'm like, you do not have to explain back to me what I told you to do. But I'm working on my patience and I'm working on my listening. And so one of the phrases you can use is just, yes, thank you for confirming my point. I'm glad that we both agree on this. And so instead of just getting real impatient and irritated with them, I am just working out on my comments instead of like saying, no shit, Sherlock, I told you that yesterday because that's what I want to say. (laughs) But I'm not saying that. So it's thank you for confirming my point. I'm glad we're all on the same page with this. Let's go ahead and move forward. So those are some tips. I'm proud of you. I know. Well, it's annoying. (laughs) But part of dealing with people, and this is an employee that I know likes to be a part of the conversation. He wants to feel like he's part of the team and that he has a say in things. Like he he likes to be involved. Mm-hmm. And so if it made him feel better to call me this morning and explain back to me for 20 minutes the exact same thing I told him yesterday, I just let him do it. I used my new skills of just saying thank you and I'm glad we're in agreement. And so <laughs> I'm trying to not 
just have like the emotional response of get out of my face. I, duh, I told you yesterday, that's not nice. So it's, you may have to just kind of like take a little bit of those emotional responses and just swallow them down a little bit and just smile and get through it. If, if you have a good employee. Yeah. And this goes into, a, I mean, it's a couple different things. I mean, it's obviously learning how to handle people and deal with people. Yes. This is where like some of that disc training can come in play. Like I know. I learning need to be- how to deal with and handle people, I think. Yeah. We should look more on that yeah. again. I always say I'm going to look into that and then it just falls off the plate. <laughs> but I know this is an employee that, like I said, he likes to be involved. He likes to talk to me a lot and every day. Like, so, you know, you have some management people that are like touch in every now and again and they're fine and they go. Nope, this is someone who just likes to touch base. And so it's okay. I got through it. I'm sorry. So there's those are just my tips for you. So try to take the emotional responses out. Just smile and get through it. Use some of those little canned responses of, you know, this is great. I'm glad we agreed. Let's go ahead and move forward. So there you go. Another comment on here was high performers need to be continually challenged and contributing at a high level. And I get that because I'm a high performing employee. If I get bored, I check out and don't want to be there anymore in like two seconds. Absolutely. And I think this is so important. I can recall having a, uh, an employee who were doing home shows and he started to come up with different ideas of what we can do during the home show to like attract people and make it look better. And one of them was like, it's called a, a laminar nozzle. It's basically like if you've been to like Vegas and stuff, you see those streams of water shooting out and, you know, the patterns and stuff. He found a design and wanted to create one at our shop to Absolutely. do it on his own. Because I don't remember the time, but they were like thousands of thousands of dollars for this to purchase one that was already done. Mm-hmm. And he found a design. He could do it for, I don't remember, like a hundred bucks or whatever it was. It wasn't very much. I let him run with it and he did it and it turned out pretty well. It, you know, it wasn't exactly like the tens of thousand dollar one or whatever it was, but it worked out well. And it attracted customers to the to their home show mm-hmm. and it was on their budget. So why not let them do it? So yeah, it's easy win. Yeah. It lets them be creative and yep. feel like they participated. Yep. So I love it. Another comment in the article was much more frequent compensation reviews and adjustments than the previously typical like annual review cycles. Mm-hmm. And I like this a lot because it gives you a chance to give your employees, a, like especially if it's somebody new, give them a win sooner. Like mm-hmm. maybe over the course of a year, you offer like a one to two dollar raise, whatever it is. The end point can still be that one or two dollars, but you could do like 50 cents of it after three months or a dollar of it after something, whatever. Pick a time frame. It doesn't matter. But then that gives that employee a win a little bit sooner. Well, and I think it's important in the green industry is because a lot of times for most people in the industry, you have a shorter time span. You don't have full 12 months necessarily with an employee always. So it's important to kind of break it down. It's even like going and just doing performance reviews. You don't want to wait and mm-hmm. do it annually because the time you do it annually, the season's done. So <laughs> right. you need to consider doing more often. Yep. Another an idea in here was meeting weekly. And I think that's a great idea. That way, if there are things you need to address, it gives you a time to get to it before it is like number one takes too long and then it just gets progressively worse and that festers mm-hmm. or if it was something that wasn't necessarily terrible, but it's easy to like forget about if you're only meeting once a month, because then it could happen again because you didn't address it, even though it wasn't something huge. You still don't want it to happen again, but it's been too long and everybody forgot about it. Like weekly just seems like kind of a good well, this is where amount I, of time. I like having, you know, like a 15 minute meeting, 20 minute meeting, like on Friday mornings or something sure. before everybody heads out, you get together and do it. And it Honestly, if you look at some of the larger companies out there, mm-hmm. they're doing this. They may even do the daily. They're doing daily check-ins and stuff. Mm-hmm. The other advantage of doing it is, especially when it's in a whole team effort, 
everybody hears it. So you can hear like somebody made a mistake, but you're not necessarily maybe calling out them, that person, but you're saying, Hey, this, something has happened. Let's watch out for it in the future. You're not necessarily calling out that person for making yeah. an error. But how you approach it matters. Yes. Because sometimes you just have to bring it up, mm-hmm. address it. Here's how we'll handle it in the future mm-hmm. and then just move on. Yep. So another thing that I liked um, along the lines of communication was the comment is professional and personal priorities change often throughout life. So no employee can ever be ignored just because they've worked somewhere for years. Mm-hmm. And I like that a lot because it is true. Maybe somebody who was content to just ride the mower or whatever two years ago, well, maybe they have another kid on the way and they now they do want to move up into something. Life just changes. You never know what's going on with people. Well, I think we are a good example of this. We started in landscaping and now we're transitioning into teaching people. It's it's something that 10 years ago, you probably asked me to do this. I'd have been like, no, I'm not really interested in that. Now I like, I love it. I love going and talking right. to people. So that's why we're not as involved in the landscape business anymore because we this is our main focus. This is what we want to do. Yeah, because life, yeah. Like, yeah, perfect example. <laughs> life and situations, they just change. Yeah. So. Joe from Cycle CPA. Cycle CPA, they are amazing. If you're looking for an accountant, they are sponsors. So Carla and Joe, they're great. We've had them on the podcast many times. And so they participated in this. And his comment was, employees will stay as long as they feel appreciated and are compensated fairly. So once again, it goes back to pay them good and listen. (laughs) So, um, (laughs) Well, and here's another comment from um, just a construction industry consultant, but it is making a safe place for people to speak up. That kind of goes back to Scott's what's dumb around here meetings. It's not a place for judgment. It's just a place to bring it up. And this is something like going back to those meetings. It's something that has to be built in your culture. If it's if you're yelling at your people all the time for messing up and screwing up, you're getting on them. Having these meetings is probably not going to work out because they're going to be afraid to say something's wrong because they don't yeah. want to hear it from you. So maybe goes. I need to come up with more tips on how to take your gut, you know, emotional reaction of well, sh- and swallow it and come out with a nice one. Well, and, and, and guess going back to us, we didn't have these until we started implementing this. Oh, so the Having business my dad yeah, had go- already had a mind of its own for a number of years before Scott implemented these. Yeah, so it was dad, like it was like wrangling a beast. He did not run those meetings because they knew they were somewhat afraid of him, I guess, because they didn't want to hear him yell and get up mad. And this is something I had explained to my dad over and over. Like, you can't get mad. This is they're pointing out something that they see in their eyes. It may not be true, but this is what they see in their eyes. Yes. So you have to take it and don't. Don't fly off the handle. Keep just, your mouth at that time. Keep your mouth shut. Yeah. <laughs> but this is what Get has to be under done. Control. We'll talk about it afterwards. Yes. You know, even if it's wrong, but it, it goes into having that culture in place. But Yes. Yeah. The next comment was they need to feel supported, even if they disagree with management and they just want to feel heard. Mm-hmm. So see, there's a well, lot of self-improvement involved in this. If you're well, going to be the owner. You can't be the one that's flying off the handle. <laughs> well, talking to a friend of mine, Corey, he, yeah. he worked for us for, oh, I don't yeah. know Oh, yeah, he long, worked for us for a number of years. Many, many, many Friends years. Friends with Scott, 10 plus had years. to fire him. It was, yeah. Yeah, so anyhow, he actually told me, this one of the last times I talked to him, that how my dad would never say, you know, great job, you know, good job. You know, he would never really say that unless it's something big, but it was never... Right. Well, and some people, words of affirmation are like, they, they need that. Mm-hmm. I call it belly rub sometimes. I'm yeah. like, sometimes you just got to rub their belly. Like, yeah. no, like if you know that that's what that employee needs to hear, then that mm-hmm. like doesn't work for me. I don't care if people say things or not, but some people really need it. So do well, it. And, and if you listen to uh, Mike McCallowitz, he's the author of uh, Fix the Snacks first, and yeah. first, all these other things. He actually recommends having each person create their own, I forgot exactly what he calls it, but like a, a list of things that they like, what they don't like, oh, um, and right. how they want to be 
rewarded and, and, and said thank you. Some people don't want this. They don't want to be told thank you in front of people. Other because people they want get that. embarrassed. Yeah. yeah they, so yeah. It, it's learning your employees. Yeah. Uh, another great comment from this article, I like it, it was to watch your hypos or what we call high-performing individuals. Two-thirds of employees leave their organizations due to lack of training and advancement opportunities with clear pathways. Mm -hmm. So I liked that a lot because maybe yeah, somebody wants to advance and you just didn't know it. Or if you do have a very, very high-performing person, you might even advance into something that wasn't initially in the scope of your business. Mm -hmm. But if they're willing to stick around and take it on, then it might be something you want to get into. It's Absolutely. just something to think about. Yep. So you never know. Um, let's see. My advice for engaging employees who've been with a company for a substantial amount of time is to reward their loyal their loyalty consistently. It, well, oh yeah, loyalty consistently. I don't know. I can't read today. Um, so pinpoint their contributions and how they've directly contributed to your organization's success. This kind of goes back to even with the guy who made the stuff for the pawn show. It's like, okay, you know, make sure that everybody knows, okay, he went ahead and took it upon himself to do that. Mm -hmm. Great job. Round of applause. Great, you know, whatever, stuff like that. Just yeah. point out things that people do that are great. Yeah, and I, I've actually heard of, uh, of companies that to reward their, their employees for staying there so long, they would have different shirts, different colored shirts oh, for how nice. long they've been at that place of business. So, you know, you've been there for five years, you get whatever red shirt and you've been there for eight years, you get a blue shirt, you know, whatever it is. And then people it's, know like the rankings, I guess. And, yeah. Well, cause people like to, you know, mm -hmm. be set apart and acknowledged. So okay. that is a great way. And then if you have new employees coming on, you can be like, well, if you've got questions, go ask a red shirt, go yeah. ask a blue shirt, yeah. do something like that. I don't know. Just a thought yeah. but that that is really good. I never, yeah, and it's not very, it's easy to do. Very cheap. So, so easy. You're purchasing shirts probably anyhow. So, <laughs> well, because once again, some people like to, I don't like to use the word strut, but like to strut around and be different. Oh, yeah. You have run into this in the fire station. Some oh, people yeah. are much more concerned with what they're wearing and what's on their uniform than others. And so oh, if yeah. you've got people that will really latch on to the, oh, well, I've got this shirt, then, mm. hey, go for it. It's easy to do. Oh, so yeah, yeah. Some, at this fire station, it happens a lot. <laughs> yep. So if they want to peacock around in a shirt because they've been there for five years, let them do it. If it yep. makes, if it makes them happy, have at it. Yep. So it's, it's easy to do. Yep. All right, so I've got some questions before I jump into those. Just don't forget to go ahead and book a 15-minute um, strategy session with Scott if you've got any questions about your numbers for the season or what kind of systems or anything you could use to get your business up and running a little bit smoother. Now's the time to get that all done before things get crazy. Yep, absolutely. Do it now. Yeah, links are everywhere. If you go to our webpage, there, there's everywhere to yep. link with Scott. All right. If you listened to our podcast last week, I liked the questions you asked me a lot. So now I'm asking you the same ones. Oh, okay. What's the weirdest tradition your family has? Ooh, um, I don't know if we really have any traditions that I can think of. We don't do anything like we don't drink to anybody. We don't. Well, you drink all the time. Is that? I don't know if that's a tradition or a problem. <laughs> I mean... Our family likes to party, I guess. I don't know. Yeah. I guess maybe that is kind of a Moltran tradition is yeah, maybe. Like, and the party's maybe, always big. Maybe like, taking the party just a little bit further than it needs to go. Is it? Well, I mean, they're fun. Don't get me wrong. <laughs> but let's just say the Moltrans know how to party. I yeah, guess that's a good yeah. one. <laughs> I don't think we have any, like. Traditions. I was trying to think of that before. I don't. Um, not that I can recall. I guess I've been I've been around long enough that if you had anything, I would know. But yeah, not that I can think of. Yeah, I mean, being stubborn and pigheaded. I don't know if that's like a tradition or just like a family <laughs> trait. But that could go along with the party and Hardy. I'm not sure. Maybe. Okay. All right. <laughs> if you had a personal mascot, what would it be? Whew. 
see, this is where I'm kind of like vanilla. I'm kind of plain. I don't think. I don't know. We'll make something up. <sighs> I mean, apparently, it would just be like a lump of coal because that's like how you're you're <laughs> responding right now. I mean, I mean, I like the greyhounds too, but I mean, you've already taken that, so I mean, we can I share. Can't we have two greyhounds. You can never have too many greyhounds. They yeah. are like potato chips. You can never have just one. <laughs> I guess I'll go. I'll go. Right, just a well. pack of greyhounds. All right. Uh, what is something that people are obsessed with, but you just don't get the point of? Being on their phones all the time. Like people are always constantly on their phone. Like, like you like go the for lunch the and they'll just be on their phone. Just let's just sit, have a normal conversation. Let's put down the phones a minute. Like we've had, actually we've had where if you, you put your phone in the center and if you touch your phone, you got to buy breakfast or okay. lunch, whatever it is, just because you no, know, like they're obsessed with it. They always well, have to be This on. is where we're crabby old people again, because maybe, well, but we've really done that with our kids. Even like if we go out to dinner, they are not allowed to have their phones out. They have to sit there and converse with people at the table like humans. Yeah, so. and I, like I get if there's something going on at home or, you know, something, oh, obviously, obviously there's, there's things, there's there, circumstances, but, but, but for the most part, I'm sitting down to have lunch with you. Let's Keep yeah. the phone away and let's let's talk. Let's be, let's be human. Which for is a funny because I mean I've called you T-Mobile before because you're on your phone here. Sometimes. Well, it's usually in the evening. I use that just to kind of unwind at the end of the day. I mean, you could talk to the kids and I, but yeah. or look at TikToks, whatever. Yeah. So. <laughs> All right, well, schedule your fifteen minute. <laughs> Don't forget to schedule your fifteen minute consultation with Mister TikTok here. Uh, and I'll help get you all straightened out because we do still have room in the academy for anybody that is interested in getting their numbers straight and getting their systems and procedures down. All right, guys. Thanks for joining us today. And have a great day. Hey, everyone. Just want to thank you again for joining us today. If you enjoyed today's podcast, we do ask you for one quick favor. Could you please head over to iTunes and leave us a review? A five-star review is even better, but it helps us get our rankings up and help us spread our message. 